Hello, this is Champ 180. I'm your host, your helper and friend, Adam Childress. If you're listening and expecting a Kumbaya session on what you want to hear, this may not be the show for you. We are committed to encouraging and developing champion-like individuals who desire to learn, grow, improve in the five core areas of champ. I'm real, transparent, and say what's on my mind with no fluff or puff. So listen up, because today is your day. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to this episode of Champ 180. We are discussing attitude and character. I have an article from Epic Times called Don't Focus on Your Own Happiness by Lisa Woody. I will read a paragraph and then have my own commentary about each section or most of them. So let's begin. And I hope this inspires your heart and mind. So Lisa begins with this. Your generation receives endless messages about how important it is to arrange your circumstances to suit you, and you are told that this will make you happy. So I believe most situations you arrange to suit you will ultimately end in disaster. So if this is the case, how would the other person or people feel? So take Eric Church, who recently canceled his concert to watch the Final Four. So did it make him happy? I'm sure it was worse in the end because North Carolina ended up losing. His fans were not happy, getting time off of work or being so excited and waiting for months for this event. People may feel happy, and if they do, about their choices, about arranging their circumstances to fit their own needs, I believe that's a character and attitude problem. It's called selfishness. She continues, You are told to hate authority and worship your dreams. You are told to be heard, even if it means silencing others. You're told that disagreement is dangerous. Our culture not only legitimizes but applauds selfish lifestyle choices that wreak chaos on friends and family. You are growing up in a self-obsessed culture. The strange thing is, the more you pursue your happiness, the more fearful and lonely you become. So my take on that is, well, most people have to obey some authority, right, when pursuing their dreams. Let me tell you something. When you disobey authority, there will be little to no peace or joy. For example, I have shared this with my kids. Disobeying parents will result in what? Discipline, privileges taken away, constant problems, affliction and suffering. The list goes on. But on the flip side, I guarantee they will have more joy and peace by obeying and respecting their parents. It's the same as disobeying the law. I have a family member who constantly is in jail, in trouble with the law, constant problems, and suffering, right? So, doesn't work and never does. Whoever's telling you that, don't believe it. I guarantee you, you will be more able to achieve your dreams by being humble and kind. Obeying authority has so much more rewards. So, on the flip side, the person or persons telling you or telling the young generation to hate and disrespect authority may have had an awful experience with authority, maybe self-induced, or maybe the authority was a tyrant and not a good leader. But for the most part, disobeying never helps. I have been wrong on more than one occasion, and my authority as a parent would teeter between being controlling or more like a dictatorship, and I don't want to do that. That's because of my anger, frustration. It just turns into something that, that I'm not. 
But I get my kids may not respect me and disobey me out of retaliation. But again, two wrongs will never make a right. Obeying in the hardest times or when you don't want to obey can be a positive influence on the authority by convicting them or and influence others to do what is right. So Lisa continues on, think about your friends who constantly struggle with anxiety and depression. Do they spend much time thinking about how they feel, constantly critiquing and giving their opinion, seeking attention, complaining, wishing, and focusing on what they don't have? Maybe this is you, especially if you were raised by people who who led you to believe their job was to prevent you from ever being disappointed or frustrated. So my feeling on that paragraph is, I feel for people and pray for those who feel depressed and struggle with anxiety. But I know that people who feel that way and volunteer or serve somewhere or someone will decrease their depression and anxiety and become more joyful. It will always and always be the case that when you serve others, the depression decreases or stops the more you serve others. Get this and get it now. Life happens, so get over it. It does happen. People go through hard times, and you'll face hard times. But know this, if you allow it, it will make you stronger and wiser. If not, if you cave into it, and if you just are negative about the uh, hard times, it will create bitterness and resentment in your heart. What good will that do for the next round of punches in life? Take the punch and get up. John Harris says this, Falling down is a part of life. Getting back up is living, right? She continues with, Here's the key. If you want to break this cycle of self-centeredness and misery, don't focus on your own happiness. Think about two or three of the most contended, happiest, beloved people you know and ask them three questions. Do you have high self-esteem? What do you do for self-care? What do you want most for your children? Chances are you'll get a quizzical look for the first two questions and for the last question, you will not hear. I just want them to be happy. They'll say, I want them to be good people because they know that good people are always what? Happy. But happiness is not the point. So my comment on that is, how true is that? Good people are are always happy, right? Maybe not all the time, but most of the time. I will tell you this, though. They will be full of joy, okay? So some people may not be happy, but there is joy that's resounding in them. Think about someone you know who is happy. Are they a good person? Do they think of others over themselves? Think about someone who is not happy. Are they self-centered and less about other people? Think about this and remember that... Unhappy people are usually about themselves, whereas happy people are more about themselves. Whereas happy people are more about others. Happy people don't have the best of everything. They just make the best of everything. She continues on with, The secret is that these people, the ones who make the world a better place, the ones who serve others, who live within their budget, who maintain long-term relationships, who do what they should be doing regardless of how they feel, who are faithful in their marriages and their relationship with God, who make sensible decisions, who give to the poor, who are genuinely interested in others. These people don't spend time thinking about themselves or whether or not they are happy. 
Muhatma Gandhi says this, The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. People are finding themselves or using the wrong methods to find themselves. How? By listening to the wrong people, seeking and accepting the wrong information or lies, imitating the wrong popular or famous people, going with what everyone is doing. I say it's really no secret that the truth about being a better person, having better relationships, being successful and being a good being in good health has always been out there. It's just a choice that you want to make on whom you decide to be and experience. No one is forcing you. It's all on you. Lisa also says, as they work hard, do right thing, do the right thing, and put others first, they live very happy, satisfying lives. Their lives are contented, joyful, and filled with people who adore them. The irony is your happiness has nothing to do with you. Let that sink in for a moment. If you understand what that means, you'll be ready to take your focus off of yourself and need to know that self-absorption is not a personality style and it's not a mental health condition. It's a choice. Remember that. It is a choice. I'll start with a quote from Edwin Markham. It says this, Choices are the hinges of destiny. You have to seek happiness. How? Because it doesn't come to you, right? Get your eyes off of your issues and problems and quit complaining about how crappy your life is. Like I tell my kids, find solutions. Don't quit or complain, which is a wasted energy if you think about it. Find something positive to do what motivates you and to make positive changes in someone else's life. In return, I guarantee you, you will feel much better and the problems you think you have will be reduced to molehills from mountains. Lisa ends with this. Breaking the cycle of self-indulgence, self-pity, and sadness will not happen quickly. Our thought patterns are habits formed from repetition. But as you develop new habits and repeatedly choosing action over moping, forgiveness over complaining, and focusing on others over self, you'll find that a great weight is lifted off. And that will make you happy. I hope this helps you in ways that you need to focus on others rather than yourself. Is it hard? Of course it is. But again, it's a choice. It's a choice. You can do it. Many have done it and they feel better. And if you start doing it and start feeling better, help others. Okay? So God bless and remember to champ up and champ on. Thank you so much for listening to the Champ 180 podcast. I really appreciate your time and tuning in. Again, this is Adam Childress, but I'd like to leave you with a few things to uh, live by daily. That is be thankful, be kind, believe in yourself, never give up, help others, cherish family and friends, do your best, listen with your heart, laugh often, and love lots. Until next time. God bless.